Uh, <laughs> just don't pay her no mind. No, we're going to finish this tonight. Uh, verse number 20 down through 24. want to read here. <clears throat> it says, And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. Right? right there in your Bible, you ought to write Amen. Right? We've been talking about this the past few weeks, that God in this chapter is provided uh, and given to us the beautiful picture of Christ that Jesus is the promise, the fulfillment of the promise of God, the Word of God, and He is the fulfillment of the provision of God or the work of God. It is found in Christ alone that God's Word is fulfilled, that God's work is done to offer eternal life. And when Adam calls his wife named Eve, even though they have just now faced spiritual death, there is hope, not in Eve, but rather in the descendant of Eve that God has told them now that through her, Through her seed there will come a Messiah who will come and crush the head of the serpent. That is the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is, once more, the fulfillment of the promise of God and the provision of God. He is the one who is the Word of God and fulfills it, and the one who does the work of God and completes it to bring us together, to reconcile us, to redeem us through His precious shed blood. Now we get into verse 21 and we find that even greater picture of of life in Christ, that it, it says unto Adam also to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins, and he clothed them. We are clothed now by the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are cleansed by his blood. It is not a righteousness that Adam and Eve could produce or that you and I could produce, but only something that God could produce. And here and in that moment, he establishes the sacrificial system and a multitude of other things that he pictures that we talked about last week. But all of those pictures, Old Testament and New aren't just sitting or standing alone, but they all work together to point to one thing. And it's not even a thing. It's a who. It is Jesus. These things point to Christ to show us that all of these other things, the sacrificial system, uh, the, the law, the tabernacle, and the temple, that none of these things could do, or even the high priest, none of these things could do what Christ can and who Christ is. Christ is greater. Christ is not just greater, but He is best. He is sufficient and He is final. His blood is perfect and complete because it is the blood of the God-man, not just a man, not just of bulls and goats. It is the shed blood, the perfect shed blood, to bring remission of sins. And so I believe that what we see in verse 20 and 21 is that we are seeing that God is showing us the way of salvation, not just here in the garden, but throughout all of eternity. And it is by grace, through faith, in Christ. There has to be a Redeemer. And as we talked about last week, and we'll hit it again for just a moment, that all throughout the Old Testament, there was not a single soul saved because they shed the blood of a bull or a goat or a ram or some turtle doves. There was only salvation through those who put their faith in the promise and provision of God. So as they make these great slaughters, as they make these great sacrifices, while they do not see Jesus the man, they are looking forward to Christ, the promise and provision of God. So salvation is the same then, it's the same today, because God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so he establishes all this right here for us in the first book of the Bible, not just to show us that it's God who created, but to show us that it's God alone that redeems a soul, that it is all through God's grace from the very moment that he breathes the world into existence out of nothing to the very day that he'll wrap it all up and to make all things new. All of it is by God's grace and for His glory. And we are walking miracles simply by trusting by faith in what He has promised, what He has provided, 
in Christ Jesus. All that's for free. Let's get into verse 22, 24 tonight. My voice is still there. Let's keep going. We might have revival tonight. If, you're, if <laughs> you keep paying, what one of us might. I don't know. It might be me. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil. And now lest he put forth his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. Now we can read this and be awful sad about this, but we're going to see. Look, he says, So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden.